0: Howdy, howdy, everybody! My name is Oscar Barkas, and joining me, as always, is the boy Sam McFadden. Sam, how you doing? I'm doing well, and welcome in, people, to
1: the We Like the Pain podcast.
0: Little uh, behind the scenes uh, for the fans. This is our fifth attempt at uh, trying don't to get not like
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> don't call out like that.
0: Sam and I are uh, not doing well. Today, but we are happy to be with you, and we've so, got some uh some exciting stuff to talk about, especially because we are t minus fifty minutes away from the Texans week three game against the Panthers. Oh, I'm excited for this one it's Davis mills time. I don't know if you've heard big Davis Mills time <laughs> uh, before we actually get into our quick questions, over under two and a half interceptions over yeah. The Panthers defense is good, man. It's so good. It's like they've so gotten good. really good. There's
1: a lot there's gonna be a lot of pressure on that guy. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be nice to see
0: though. It'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah. I, I was, I'm not, uh, I, Davis Mills could look okay. It could go one of two ways. We beat the Panthers and then everyone's like, oh shit, the Texans are a team that we have to talk about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Because then we'll have you know well, you beat the base, best team in the league week one. On murdered the Jags. And then you and then You have the beat game the, against the Browns close. Mm-hmm. And then if we beat the Panthers, and then, you know, the AFC South sucks. So the the Colts um, are 0-2, and Carson Wentz is out. The Jags are 0-2, and Urban Meyer might just keel over and die on the sidelines soon yeah. if they keep losing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the Titans are know, weird. The Titans look weird. That's the best way to describe it. I didn't I, I was saving them for last cuz I just didn't you know, Dalton would still say they're the best team in the NFL, but I mean, they looked they looked pretty good last week on offense
1: at least. Their defense is Yeah, story, but you know, On
0: offense weird. they didn't look good until the second half, really. Yeah, too. they look
1: like they look like they can put up a lot of points, but they also look like every week is going to be at best a close game. Yeah.
0: So So if the Texans beat the brakes off the Panthers, then... You know, you never know. He's stopping us. Yeah, it's true. Um, No, the more realistic outcome is... So I said, it's either we beat the Panthers, and then we're a team that people have to talk about, or we lose really badly, and David Mills looks bad, and we start tanking. So, you know... Do you start tanking,
1: what, Oscar? What are you gonna do when I when we get on this podcast? It's the end of the NFL season. We get we get on and I come in here, all high on my horse. Jaguars have the first overall pick. The Texans are sitting at like twelve.
0: Yeah, we're we're like six and eleven or something. Like, seven <laughs> <Yeah>. and ten.
1: <laughs>
0: we'll just trade you for the first pick. I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that. All right, well let's get started. We gave a uh, we gave an update. The Texans are without Tyrod Taylor already, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll get into more of that later. But we got some quick questions. Sam, Sam, what's your quick question for me? Yeah, yeah, a pretty
1: burning one this time. We'll see. We'll see if we make anyone mad here. My my quick question is, what's the worst team colors in the NFL? And we've this got we've got some. I pulled up a picture of all the team colors to make sure I don't leave anyone out.
0: Yeah. My immediate thought was Bengals. Really? Yeah, because the Browns already have shoehorned the orange. Okay. That's their whole thing. Their, I mean, their logo is the football helmet with the orange color on it. So. Fair. And they're in the same division, in the same state. Like, get your own thing, Bengals, you know? Okay.
1: Okay, I can see it. I can see it. Uh, the Bengals. I would be harsher on them if their jerseys weren't cool. I like their jerseys. I like the tiger. I like the whole deal. So um... yeah, but this is
0: colors, right? This is colors.
1: You're right. You're right.
0: Because yeah. there are several teams with worse, worse jerseys. Mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, looking through, looking at these
1: lists. Also, by the way, the li- the the list I'm looking at for Washington, it says Washington Warriors. So, oh. don't know what's up with that. Everything else is right. Um, most uh, What I will say is most teams have pretty good colors. Yeah, yeah. Worst, worst colors I will give to, um, I'm going to give it to Seattle probably. Really? See, or, like no, those... you know what? You know, I'm giving it to Philly. I'm giving it to Philly. Yeah. Because Philly, their colors is green and brown and gray. And you know
0: what? It'd be so color. awesome if they went. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We're supposed to be professionals, Sam. <laughs> Tell me those aren't. You know. Yeah. You also just hate the Eagles as a Cowboys fan. Um, Achoo, I, I hope we beat the stuffing out of them this week. I think that the Eagles colors would be a lot better if they went back to the old, you know, it was a much lighter green for yes. most of their history. And those are uh, cool jerseys. Mm-hmm. And I think it sucks that the Jets have kind of moved into more of a green similar to what the Eagles' old color was, but they could still do it. Oh, yeah. What's stopping them? Certainly. Yeah, like you said, most co- teams, I think it's sort of just like, yeah, we're good used colors, man. being that color, but also like, Obviously, they paid plenty of money doing research, figuring out what audiences would like. Oh, definitely. <laughs> also, I'm just gonna put it out there that the
1: Jaguars have some of the best colors. For sure. Know? The for teal sure. and the teal and gold—it's a good color combo. See,
0: that's why I like the Seahawks jerseys too. They've got that teal.
1: Yeah, but I, it's just because the it's just because the electric green is part of it. Yeah, that's it. Really takes it down a couple notches for me. That's fair. Their color
0: rush are some of the most repulsive. Oh, the highlighter? Yeah. Wow, blinding. And while we're on the jersey topic, always got to shout out the Chargers. Just because oh, there's, God, there's they... not a whole lot else to shout out about the Chargers usually. And they mm-hmm. always have such cool jerseys. Those powder blues oh. are the best jerseys in the NFL. Yep. It's incredible. Yep. I uh, am always in the market for a chargers jersey even though i don't like you know they're they're a team like i like yeah Jess you know
1: I, I like the i like the Chargers and all that but i would love to have a chargers jersey for sure just because they're so good
0: all right well my quick question sorry to uh move on so quickly i just felt like we had given our three minutes on colors that's
1: <laughs> what the people <laughs> um, are here
0: for yeah i mean we cover all sorts of markets.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My question is, what is the most surprising 2-0 team? And then on the flip side, what is the most surprising 0-2 team? So 2 and O, there's actually not a whole lot of 2 and O teams. We've got the three teams out of the NFC West. We've got the Niners, Rams, Cardinals. Two from the NFC South, the Bucks and the Panthers. Uh, and then I think there's only two in the AFC, and it's the Raiders and Broncos. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because the Chiefs lost. Yeah. So those teams. What is the okay. most surprising 2 0 team?
1: 2 0 team. I'm going to have to. Like, uh, part of me wants to say the Panthers, but um, I think the most surprising one is the Cardinals. And Fair. it's been part of why it's been so surprising, is just like they've looked really good. Both weeks. Um, their defense was interesting in the Vikings game.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, That's but they've looked it. super, they've looked like way better than I thought they would. Yeah. And the, the 2-0 start is a part of that. But I will shout out the Panthers for sure. That's been fun to watch. But they haven't, the, the reason the Panthers isn't as surprising is just because like. They haven't played, played anyone the, They good. played the Jets. And yeah, they beat the Saints pretty handily. But like, I don't know. The Saints, yep. yeah, I don't know. The Saints are weird, so I'm I'm giving it to the Cardinals.
0: Yeah, and everyone was doubting Cliff Kingsbury, and there for sure some doubts still, but their offense is so fun to watch, and I think most of that is Kyler Murray. Oh, for sure. Uh, it, that team starts and ends with Kyler. Yeah, like they've got other good pieces, but it it's,
1: it starts and ends with that guy.
0: Yeah, and I think that Rodney Hudson, trading for Rodney Hudson, was a huge uh, addition. Oh, yeah. Getting some veteran experience under center. Invest in your offensive line. <laughs> Crazy. It's that simple. Right. I think my most surprising 2 0 team, and it's not, I didn't have like, I wasn't expecting bad things out of this team coming into the season. They've just surprised me. It's the Raiders. Uh, they beat two oh. good teams. Yeah, they beat the Ravens and they beat yes, the Steelers I totally forgot about the Raiders um, and the Broncos have also are also 2-0 in the same division. Uh, But I think the Raiders are more surprising.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Broncos have beaten the Giants and the Jaguars. Like, yeah,
0: come on. Yeah. And there's I think that they're still a pretty good team, but not 2-0 good. I think that the Raiders have played well. The Raiders have played super well. They've played well
1: enough to where people, the conversation has started of, are the Raiders contenders? Which, spoiler <laughs> alert, they are not. No. But they, are su- they are way but better make than the I they They're I way better than I thought they would be. Yeah. And also, it is a good time to remember that the Raiders always start out hot,
0: <laughs> and they always are super bad towards the end of the year. Yeah, so, I saw the splits of John Gruden. This is his fourth year, and I think he's seven and one in the first two weeks of the season. Over the course of those four years, and then the last fourteen games of the season, it's like at or below 500. It's bad. It's really bad.
1: And so, what does he do? Like what? Doing? Like what? <laughs> it's kind of just like I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm Um, I'm all the way in on the
0: Raiders being good, though. I would love to see it. I would love it, too. Plus, just, like, Las Vegas has another playoff team for a team that just moved there right after the Golden Knights just did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, dude, I would love to see Derek Carr be just happy. Dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah, He's, like, the most... Because, like, for, for the last three years, it's like, are the Raiders going to move on? Are they going to trade him? John Gruden doesn't seem to like him. Like, what? But he's uh, he's played well, and the Raiders are 2-0, and oh, so. Oh, yeah. All right, 0-2 teams. Jets, Jags, Colts, Giants, Lions, Vikings, Falcons. Most surprising team.
1: Let's see. Oh, man. See, it's probably... See, it's not the Colts, though. It's because you want to say the Colts, because they're the standout there, that the Colts are pretty, like, they're supposed to be good. But they played the Seahawks and the Rams, and they almost beat the Rams. Yeah. So... <sighs> but I don't like... I didn't like Minnesota coming into it. No. It's surprising that they lost to the Bengals. That's for sure.
0: For sure.
1: I don't think there's really that many surprises at 0-2. My surprise is
0: the Falcons. The Fa- Dude, I knew the Falcons were going to be that good. I knew that's- they weren't going to be good, but they got handled by the Eagles. And that's the true. Eagles were like... I projected the Eagles to finish in the bottom five in the NFL. So That's true. I guess it is the Falcons, but like I knew the Falcons were going to be bad. like Like, bad, bad. Okay, and- but... You go into the season and they're playing the Eagles and the Bucks, you say, All right, they'll come out one and one. Either most most in most cases they'd beat the Eagles and sometimes the Falcons and the Bucks like have good matchups, but not It looked really bad. Yeah. Talk about those two pick sixes by the same dude though. I think his name's Mike Edwards. Yes. Yes. It's only happened like 30 times in the history of the nfl so if any great. falcons fans want to
1: reach out to us and give us their thoughts on taking Kyle pits six overall now fourth um,
0: fourth overall sorry uh yeah. want to reach out about that uh, i'd love to hear it yeah that's uh now two weeks in a row of us roasting you so <laughs> and it probably will not who do the falcons play this week i'm
1: unsure but let me look really quickly uh, They play the Giants. Okay, okay. You got a super winnable game ahead of you. Let's see how it goes. They, okay. While we're the, here, while... Oh, you go. The Falcons play the Giants, the football team, and then the Jets. If you guys are 0-5 after that Jeez. softball,
0: the starting schedule... Yeah. Wow. They'll win two of those three games. Okay. I don't believe it. I think they'll be one and four. I hope. I hope I think they'll they'll be one of those games. I'm super low on the Falcons. Still, still I'm on. low on the Falcons, but man, they're, they're not beating. Di- the, okay, they're not beating the football team. I'm boy. looking at the standings right now because I uh, wanted to make sure I got all the 0 and two and two and zero teams right. The Falcons have the worst point differential in the league, and it is minus 49. So they, they can't stop anything. Their defense is awful. Dude, and the frickin' Dolphins are one and one, and they've got the second lowest at minus 34. How is that the case? Because they got blown out
1: by the by the Bills. Yeah. 35 to zero, dude. They got shut out.
0: Yeah. Tough. Um, while we're here, also the Texans have the only positive point differential in the AFC South right now, and everyone else is minus 15 or more. Wow. That is big time. Oh, that's the worst division in football, baby. All yeah, right. Far. Let's move on. Um I I think that between we mentioned some good surprising teams, and I think that it there should get there should be more parity as as we get a bigger sample size of games. Um we have one big sports media headline that we want to cover, and that's just because we're homers. And M Arkansas game this Saturday. Ooh, we gotta win that game. Dude, I think we will. But I'm I'm excited. So I'm scared
1: because we've beaten Arkansas every single year. Yeah. But and now and this is their best team yet. By far. Um, I think that so that scares me, but also it's kind of exciting. Like this should be a really good game. Um I am more comfortable with Calzada after what I saw last week. Like I oh, think he's going to sure. get, I think he's going to yeah, be better this up. week than last. And I think he's going to keep getting better. So um, it gives me a little bit of hope. And you know, this is really where we're going to see if, well, first of all, we have to be, it's not a given that we'll beat Arkansas for no. sure. Like we have to beat them, but also it's a, it'll give us a good indication of, of where you, where we're headed in terms of our Bama uh, game. That's looming yes. a couple weeks down the road. So it, Big-time things happening uh, for A&M this week.
0: Yeah, um, you're right. This is where we see if we're contenders. For sure. All right, well, uh, that's it for non-NFL news. Uh, and NFL news, there were some injuries this week. I mentioned Tyrod. Tua is... Um, he has some broken ribs. Are they broken? Or, or maybe they're bruised. I think they're bruised. His, bru- I his seen ribs are all doinked up. <laughs> Perfect way to say it. Yeah. Um Carson Wentz has two sprained ankles. He sprained them at the same time. So his cool. ribs are fractured. Okay, so he'll be out for a little bit. Yeah,
1: for at least a little while. Um Carson Wentz, how do you even do that to both of your ankles at the same time. Like, with, God,
0: he's so injury prone. It's crazy. He's he like can't a even big get guy. injury. He
1: can't do anything right, man. Yeah. Sad. I mean, it's not. It's not surprising. Do you see the way he played in that almost MVP season? Yeah, put his body with on the rec- line. That's for sure. With reckless abandon. It's yeah. like
0: you love to see it on like crucial plays, but like not every. Chill out. Man. Chill out. Yeah. With that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Am I missing any serious injuries? If this was still a fantasy football podcast, we'd get more into it. But I think that those are the most like NFL-changing quarterbacks are the most important player on the team. So we want to bring those up. Right. Um, rookie quarterback update. I wanted to give a sense of where all the teams that took first-round quarterbacks are standing, how the quarterbacks have looked so far. So quick run through: Jags are 0 and 2, Jets are 0 and 2, the Niners are 2 and 0, the Bears are 1 and 1, and the Patriots are 1 and 1. Right off the bat, the Niners and the Bears are not fair to throw in because right, Trey Lance right. has hardly played at all, and Justin Fields, who we'll talk about in a second, has gotten some limited action.
1: Right, yeah. And and he didn't win that game that he played in either. No. no.
0: Yeah. So the
1: um I think you have to break it up and put the Patriots, Jags, and Jets by because 'cause they, they're rookie quarterbacks who played the whole time. Um Patriots one one. The Patriots look good. Mac Jones looks really good.
0: Yeah. Jags he and looks- Jets have some issues. <laughs> He looks really good just because the team around him is for sure the best out of the three, oh, and he can yeah, just be part. a he can be a game manager, um, and that's that's a good thing for Mac. Let him grow into himself. That's what happened to Brady too. He had a great team around him, and he just kind of dinked and dunked through when he needed to. Um, I think that his average depth of target is around three yards right now, maybe a little more, but not. Not super high. We're not
1: asking him to do a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just the right thing to do. Yeah, the right thing to do. I mean, all things considered, the Patriots could be a playoff team, depending on what the the rest of the AFC... AFC I'm going as far as to
1: say they will be because they expanded the playoffs.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, The Dolphins, especially now that Tua's out, could be very disappointing this year. Um and the Jets are 0-2. So if if the AFC East has two playoff teams, the Pats will be one of them. Jags and Jets, as you mentioned, have some issues. Uh, We've talked about Trevor a lot, and we will again in a little bit, so I f- feel like we should more focus on Zach Wilson. Sure. And not, I mean, so Mackay Becton, his great left tackle... Um, is out for the majority of the season, if not all of the season. I I don't remember exactly what injury he... He's gone for a while. He's gone That's, for a while. Yeah. And the rest of that offensive line is doo-doo garbage. So, um, that still does not excuse the fact that he threw four interceptions in ten attempts this week. My God, it was bad. Didn't he throw
1: two in the first back two? Back-to-back, yeah. Yeah, so... It's bad. It's really bad. Um, there's a lot of issues there, and you hope because okay, the problem with it is it's just too much. I see, I see too much. We, we all remember what happened to Sam Darnold. Everyone remembers the Patriots game where he got just ran through a game. He was it looked like he was seeing ghosts. He said it, and then he was, and then uh,
0: he just wasn't right ever again with the Jets. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, Bill Belichick can scheme the hell out of a game. Obviously, that's why he's one of the greatest, the greatest coach of all time. Um, And especially against a rookie quarterback, he can make them very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Still tough, man. Um, After the second one, you got to start really just checking it down. (sighs) For real. Uh, Yeah, it's the Jets, the, the Jets and the Jags are not going to be good this year. it's yeah. going to be tough, tough. I think. Going. I think. Speaking of interceptions, I think that Trevor in, is tied with Zach Wilson in interceptions um, because Zach Wilson only had one week one and four the second week. Trevor also has five. Yeah. Um, tied for the lead in the I will game. say, <laughs> Trevor's asked. I mean, Zach Wilson's also asked to do a lot, but Trevor is bombing it down the field a lot, and some of them have been arm punts. Some were bad, bad throws. Um,
1: yeah, we'll, we'll get in, into Trevor a little bit more once we talk about the game. Um, yeah, I've definitely got some stuff to say about that, but um, but Zach, Zach Wilson, I got like, i don't know. I feel bad for him. Yeah, hopefully, as, as I, mean, I do with anyone on the Jets. Yeah.
0: Yeah, hopefully. I mean, they've got a a pretty good offensive play caller in Mike LaFleur. And hopefully he can help his rookie quarterback out. Uh, Last little update, Justin Fields will be starting this week. It just came out yesterday that Andy Dalton will not be suiting up. Um, Hopefully he takes this job and runs with it. The plan was not for him to start this early, I don't think, in Matt Nagy's no, mind, no, their not. head coach's mind. Um, I and mean, shoot, Matt
1: Nagy still said if if Andy Dalton comes back and is healthy, he's going to be the starter again.
0: But if Justin Fields like lights it up this week, oh sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that just we'll goes to show you Matt Nagy does not want Justin Fields playing right now. Right, right. We shall see. We'll get an update. Well, we'll get to see him in action this weekend, so we'll see where that goes. Sam, did oh, you yeah. have any other NFL news you wanted to talk about, or should we move on into the uh, Texans-Jags game? I think we can get Texans right into it. And Jags games. We did not play each other. Not again, again. not yet. Um, we both played at noon, I believe, um, and both were... Decently close games for most of it. The Texans lost twenty-one to thirty-one to the Browns, and the Jags lost thirteen to twenty-three to the Broncos. I'll give you the floor. Which do you want to talk about first, Sam? Uh, let's talk about the Texans game first. Let's okay. The
1: Texans game. Um, i'll run through actually you know you should go first because you've got a little bit of more of a breakdown of what actually happened in the game and then I'll, I'll i'll give my couple of cents
0: yeah i uh gave some sort of overarching themes and then sort of gave a like drive by drive little notes um tie rod scrambled for a touchdown that put us up 14-7 to seven right before the end of the half and pulled his hamstring on that play, and then we didn't see him again. Um, and now he's out, like we mentioned. Our defense still looks pretty good. Uh, we've got a couple sacks on Baker, uh, and Justin Reed both forced a fumble and had an interception. Now that we mentioned his name, he is out tonight's game, so that sucks. Yep. Um, also speaking of the forced fumble, uh the Texans drive that resulted from that ended in probably the most talked about coaching decision of the week. um we had a third and fifteen. There was an offsides play, so it was a free play. We got thirteen yards, so then it was fourth and two, or we could take the five yard penalty. And make it third and ten again. We took the fourth and two. We didn't take the penalty, and so it was like, okay, we're gonna go for it. Well, then we punted. So I, uh, yeah. And the Just... only, the only good outcome of that was when our head coach David Coley was called out for it at the end of the game in his presser. He said that was my mistake. I was disappointed in us. Having a third and long due to some penalties, and just decided to put us in the best position for a defense that we could, and then the defense proceeded to allow a touchdown drive. So um, that was fine. Uh, the I like up to
1: it. The only other catching decision that even came close was the Cowboys at the end of that game. Yeah. This man, the mismanaged clock. Yeah. And then, it, which was, it, honestly, that one was more ridiculous only because Mike McCarthy was just making so much, so many stupid excuses after the game. Sure was. When it, was it was so obvious that he was just mishandling the clock. He had no idea what he was doing.
0: Yeah. Uh, other things that I wanted to talk about quick about the Texans game, and then I'll let you take it. Yeah. Um, Davis Mills came in, like I mentioned, his second attempt was a pick, uh, in our territory. And then our defense held the Browns to a field goal. So that was good. Um, but then the Browns pretty much took over from there. We had a chance to make it a one score game in the fourth quarter and Joey missed like a 45 ish yard field goal, which is not an automatic field goal, but when you're a kicker in the NFL. Close enough. You hope that you can make that. And so all I'm saying is we need Kaimi back. For real. Um. It's that fair, Barn. As much as our defense looks good in terms of forcing turnovers and making big plays, we're also just going to get killed by the run and screen game and uh, big plays over the middle of the field. So we just need our offense to look good. And with Davis Mills under center, I just... I can't be too excited. So I'll let you take it from there. Uh Uh-oh, we still here?
1: I'm starting to actually kind of believe that the turnovers are not a fluke, um, which is big time. You know, for a team that
0: know how they've stayed in
1: games up to this point, um, and uh, the the other piece is just like I I wrote down no Tyrod, no Bueno. Without him, it's just Tyrod was playing so well, and uh, and he. Losing him, just it's really tough. Um, it sure and, is. Yeah, it's like there's no other way to put it. Uh, Davis Mills just isn't ready to be a starting quarterback in the NFL, which not many people are, to be fair. And honestly, we've said it before I'm not totally out on Davis Mills. I think that he could be a service or back- backup in the league, but he's just not ready for that sort of thing. So it's going to be, it's really disappointing. Because the Texans were really fun to watch the first two weeks, and they kept things competitive. And especially facing a defense like the Panthers this week, it's just it's hard to get behind them keeping it close. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. the last thing. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's just I hope so though. I, I I've been the Texans have surprised me two weeks in a row right now, so let's keep it going. And then uh, the last thing is that the Browns are confusing. I completely and they're agree. Frustrating and they're supposed to be this contender for a title at this point. And they look great a lot of the time. They look really good a lot of the time. But I like I they don't they're not a contender to me. Like they don't look like a contender to me. I think this. I mean, I think the game against the Texans showed that. Like, there's so much talent on that team, and when they look good, they look really good. Yes. But it's not there all the time, and it's honest. Honestly, like the season has been a disappointment up to this point. And then yeah, in a and, season where they're one and one, and their one loss was a close game that they could have won against the Chiefs. The
0: Chiefs. St- yeah.
1: The fact that that's a disappointing season, like, tells you, like, like the Browns. There's Problems. There, there's problems.
0: But, yes, I I was just saying that's good compared to their history um, that we're calling one and one disappointing. Um, but I agree. They look weird, and it's starting to make me question if Baker Mayfield should be their future because the rest of that team is too good to... Not have a top ten quarterback at the helm. Yeah, I mean,
1: they could look in free agency for sure. And Baker's had his moments, definitely. And I don't oh, think for he's sure. Like, he's not the whole issue. No, but, I mean, I honestly, I think the bigger issue is like the defense. Like they have they have Clowney and Garrett up front. And they have a lot of talent on that defense, and it has not. Like, I think the defense has been a, been a bigger issue than the offense has.
0: I agree. I
1: don't think it's and producing I've, I've, up to a level it should.
0: One of my notes was Baker doesn't have to be great when the defense and the run and screen game keep working so well. Right. Um, it's just like, is that good enough to beat the Chiefs? I don't know. It almost was. Almost was week one, but the Chiefs heat up. As the season goes along, we just, if the Browns want to be a contender, they got to do the same. The last thing I wanted to say about this game, and it's really more overarching Texans theme, um, is two sort of curses. The first is the Houston Sports Curse, which I don't remember what YouTuber did this video, but he, it's a very popular video on YouTube about. How the Astros cheating in the 2017 World Series um, cursed the rest of Houston sports, and that's pretty been pretty consistent. Oh, it's been true um, since then. I mean, the Rockets have collapsed, the Texans collapsed, um, the Astros I guess are still good, but the rest of Houston sports <laughs> have suffered. Oh, yeah. And and that led to, uh, my question is, are we still suffering from that? Did that lead to Tyrod's injury? Um, and I guess we'll just see how the rest of the season plays out. The other sort of curse is more with Tyrod. Um, and that's that the last four, uh, I guess, and counting the Texans now, four places that he's played, he has been injured and then replaced by a quarterback that in the previous three situations went on to make at least a pro bowl uh and those situations were the bills the browns and the chargers with uh josh allen baker and justin herbert so hey maybe (laughs) maybe davis mills joins that list pro bowl quarterback this season i am not super hopeful but we'll see that's all I had on the Texans. Uh, I'll let you take over and talk about your Jaggies.
1: Yeah, let's get into the Jags game. Um, again, like we looked better this week. That's the first thing than sure. we did last week. For last sure. week, which is not hard. We look the Jaguars look <laughs> awful week one, <laughs> like the worst team in the league, week one. Um, and this week we looked like we were at least a co- like an actual NFL team. Um, uh there's just a couple of problems like. I Obviously, we're still very bad. Um, I think that uh, as the season goes on, hopefully Urban Meyer gets you know gets his bearings a little bit more and starts to realize how to run a team. My biggest issue, honestly, with the Jaguars and what I saw the most is they're simply asking Trevor Lawrence to do way too much. 100%. He's a rookie quarterback. He's played two games. They're asking him. He's thrown the ball almost... He's up there, almost at the top of the league in attempts. Um, and... You know, I mean, look at the Patriots. How are they finding success with their rookie quarterback? They're running the ball a lot. They're taking the pressure out of Mac Jones' hands a lot of the times. And he's thriving. If I mean, you said it too. Like, Trevor Lawrence is at the top, like, leading the league in interceptions right now. But some of those are, are like, almost, or a, a lot of those picks have been either uh, arm punts, or they've been him trying to f- force something when there's nothing to do and' good the,
0: plays by the defense
1: like the like, like the jags the offense is not they're not utilizing their weapons properly. That's what I'll say um, they're leaning way too much on
0: trevor Lawrence yeah he's um, uh he's got eighty four attempts through two games that's way so. too many, way too that's a many. lot.
1: Yeah. So, like, just run the ball more. You got a competent running back. Run the ball more. Two competent-ish the, running backs. Take the pressure off of Trevor Lawrence and let him relax. Give him a game where he throws the ball 25 times.
0: You know, just let him relax. If we're gonna uh, prorate that. Forty-two a game number over seventeen weeks. That is seven hundred and fourteen attempts, which it's would be far and away <laughs> the NFL uh,
1: record. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So you know, I I think it will change, but yeah, we're not look, we're not tr- we're not a, a playoff team. We're not winning games, so just let them chill out, find a spot. And then uh, you know, the other thing I noticed, about, uh, the other thing on this game was the Broncos and the Broncos. Coming in season, a lot of us were super high, and I know me and Oscar were high on the Broncos coming in. There's a lot of talent on that game, and quite frankly, they've disappointed me so far. They have yeah. not wowed me, and they've had some injuries that are really unfortunate. The Jerry Judy thing really stinks. Um,
0: but they've got other good receivers. But they got
1: good. They got good players. I mean, Courtland Sutton balled out uh, against the Jaguars. Um, so my question is just like, are the Broncos as good as we think they are? And You know, I don't know. They only beat the Jags by ten. It wasn't a super inspiring win. Um, The defense against the Jags, like they stopped us. They were definitely better than us, but they didn't look. It
0: wasn't overwhelming. Like no, one of my notes was Josh Lambeau, the Jags kicker and former A and M kicker, mm -hmm. missed two bad field goals that he should have made. And then if you include those. The score is twenty three to nineteen and then it's yeah, like yeah, it's just like
1: the wow, game was Jags
0: could have won that game. The game was not that far from winnable
1: for the Jags, and that's really disappointing for a Broncos team. Yeah. So it's it's weird, like it's very strange to say like the Broncos are two and and they've been disappointing this season, and I'm really worried about them. But their wins are against the Jags and the Giants and the the it's only gonna get harder from here. And yeah. you know, they got to buckle down. Like, they get the Jets this week, so they're still good. They're 10 and a half point favorites on that. They're going to beat the Jets, whatever. But then they have to play the Ravens, the Steelers, the Raiders, the Browns. And that's, like, man. Yeah. They are not Those as are good as the Tough games. Were.
0: No. They might be as good um, as the Steelers,
1: but the rest my of My only
0: sort of hope for the Broncos, and then I'll talk about the Jags more in detail because that's what we're about, right. is that they've got some important rookies that have looked fine so far, but they're still learning. And I think as Javante Williams looks better and better, and as Patrick Sertan looks better and better, there is going to be more pressure put on them. And thus the team will get better. Um, And hopefully when Jerry Judy comes back, the offense looks better. Did you know that Teddy leads the league in air yards so far? Does he really? Which is just really shocking. But Super he was crazy. he was bombing it. I like it. I yeah, like I do it. too. Um, all right, Jags notes for me. Um the first drive was great. Trevor looked great. Marvin Jones had a great catch at the back of the end zone. Um as the game went along, the Broncos sort of figured out the Jags plan and so Trevor was getting pressured a lot more. Um, my biggest note on the Jags was Trevor feels the pressure of important downs, which is completely understandable. He is a rookie quarterback that was the best quarterback in high school in the country when he was in high school, and then the best quarterback in college in the country when he was in college, and now he's like, you know, a normal dude in the NFL, and Mm -hmm. so and like you said, the. The Jags are putting way too much pressure on him. But when it gets to third down, I was watching the game, and every time it got to third down, I was like, okay, well, the Jags are going to punt or kick a field goal. Um, And that'll come with time, but it just will – the Jags will lose a lot until Trevor kind of gets a grasp of that. Uh, My next note, why isn't James Robinson getting more run? You said it too. The Jags have got to run the ball. Every time James Robinson has the ball in his hands, he's electric. And you can run the ball. Be creative with it. Get LaVisca on a jet sweep. Uh, They're not pass. using LaVisca Chanel properly. Not at that's all, sure. dude. Not at all. Um, and that's what having an offense led by Urban Meyer, Daryl Bevel, and uh, Brian Schottenheimer will do to you. But. hmm Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> the other things for more Broncos notes: Cortland Sutton had a career day. He's great. I'm I'm so glad he's fully recovered. Um, he will be Teddy's safety valve throughout this season. And then I'm on Javante Williams watch. He looked far more explosive than Melvin Gordon did. Um, and we'll get to fantasy in a second, but I think that he is primed for a big second half of the season. That'd be cool. I'd, I'd love to see it. I want the Broncos to be good. I just I do, too. I don't believe it from what I've seen so far. Yeah, I think, like I said, I think that once the team sort of figures itself out, I mean, the defense had to do so much last year with, even when Drew Locke was healthy, but when Drew Lock was not healthy especially, um, that I think that they're trying to figure out how to be... A normal defense that only has to play 50% of snaps. Uh, Yeah, we'll see. Last notes, Kendall Hinton caught a pass for the Broncos, which was exciting. He was the guy that uh, was a replacement quarterback last minute against the Saints last year. Um, So glad to see he made the team as a wide receiver, which is his normal position. Um, Patrick Sertan had a great play on a ball for a pick. Mentioned his name already. He's so good. Um, It was not Trevor's fault, that interception. I mean, it was a 50 ball, but he, I mean, Patrick Sertan made a great play on that ball. And then the game sort of got out of hand after that. It was after two Josh Lambeau missed field goals. And then Sertan had a pick, which was Trevor's second interception. Um and uh then the Jags had the first kick return touchdown of the season to pretty much to end the game. So that was cool. straight. Jamal Agnew uh who I looked up leads the league in kick and punt return touchdowns since he entered the NFL so He's a baller. Jags found a steal in free agency this year.
1: He is a baller. He's the only part of our team that
0: works. <laughs> um yeah, and uh, that's
1: about it. I think it. that does On it for our games votes. for the
0: week. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Before we hop into the fantasy corner, uh, let's just you know give our predictions for this week for our, for our Texans and Jags. Texans play in a couple of minutes. Playing yeah. the Panthers. Five minutes. Oscar Kickoff. Oscar Bargus. Are the Texans going to win tonight? No. Can the Texans win tonight?
0: Yes. Okay. Uh Davis Mills has to be a lot better than I think he is. He had he I, he had a pretty good drive. Uh he last has to game, surprise tonight. That's but sure. he has to surprise in a big way. Um and Sam Darnold has to play super bad. I also that's what I think. I really do think
1: if you guys wanna win this game or or keep it close, it's on the back of the turnovers and it's because Sam Darnold gets flustered early and often.
0: I think he only has one pick so far this year. He does. No, he's been playing really well. Yeah, he's Um, been playing exactly what the Panthers would like him to play because they've got a good defense and Christian McCaffrey. If Sam Darnold is, you know, uh, a top 15 quarterback, maybe even top 18-ish, they'll be good. Um, But if he returns to earth a little bit, earth being how bad he was last year, uh, the Texans might steal one, but I think that the Panthers win probably like twenty-seven to thirteen. Okay, so the Panthers
1: are eight-eight point favorites right now.
0: Yes, You're I take the Panthers. The
1: over. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'll say I'll, I'm right there with you on that though. And then the Jaguars get the pleasure of playing the Arizona Cardinals this week.
0: And yeah, luck, okay. Fun fact
1: though. <laughs> Arizona's only seven half point favorites,
0: yeah they have, so, they have yeah. that
1: as a closer game, and it's because yeah. of Davis Mills that's why, but
0: for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh are, y'all, Jaguars are, y'all, are all playing at home this week um i I don't know actually the Texans are at home, uh, so uh the Jaguars facing... are at home, okay, so that makes sense. I just laughed that the Texans were at home facing an eight point spread, but Yep. Is what it is. That's Davis Mills. Yep. Uh
1: but the Jaguars aren't gonna win this game. The Cardinals yep. are too good. I think the think that... Cardinals put up too many
0: points. Yep. I uh so the Colts and Titans play each other this week. So they one of those teams have to win. Um but that also means most likely there will be three wins through three weeks between the four AFC South teams. Really tough,
1: really tough look. Yeah, there's there's potential for this to be like record setting bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Easily. There is potential there. Uh, yeah, easily. So it'll be interesting. We'll, so. we'll be see. Fun. We'll see what the final record is of the top team in this division. We could have a we could have a Washington football
0: team seven and nine. Hey, man, I've been saying that since the season started. Yeah. Uh, I think they, the listeners might even might have even heard me say that already. Oh, for sure. Um could be a repeat by, you know, the Titans or someone. All right. Uh before we wrap up, as always, we got a fantasy corner and I put this little question in here. I don't know if you've got anything else that you wanted to talk about. Um but talked about the Texans curses, Sam, are you suffering from the curse of Chase and Victor? Uh definitely. Definitely because I lost them last year. Yeah, you're. Well, there are only year. two wins in fantasy in, all in time. In
1: fantasy all time, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I definitely am. And quite frankly, though, quite frankly, I would rather lose to their team. Like I would rather lose to them. Th- like this year, their team's not that bad, but last year was awful. And I would rather lose to their team when it's awful than lose to most of the other teams in the league. Yeah, because uh, losing to me is not fun. I would not like to lose to you. Oh, God forbid if I lost to Connor. It'll never happen because he no, sucks it'll at never happen.
0: Football, yeah. But that football. Connor, would, I uh, hope you make it to the 50-minute uh, <laughs> mark of this episode. This part of the podcast,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so hold on. Uh, what week do I play him? That's what I got to worry. Week five. My team better ball oh, out. Oh, soon. My team better ball we'll out give that
0: a, week. We'll, we'll give an update on how that game goes in yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah, for sure
1: um yeah but like uh you know we all have our th- we all have our things it's like how the dolphins even when the dolphins were bad like really bad they still played the patriots well yes you know it's just one of those things uh so <laughs> and you know i i'll I'll have to live with it maybe i'll meet them in the playoffs or something like that and can get my uh get a redemption
0: you actually should play them again before the season's over this doesn't oh happen. wait yes i do um I do. I my biggest thing that I want to talk about in fantasy, other than that, is me and our buddy Alec have a big matchup this week. Whoever wins is like far and away the best team in the in the league so far.
1: Oh yeah, have yeah. Thinking, oh yeah, you guys some are up there.
0: Someone will be three and zero uh, and a big point score. Regardless, uh, I didn't really have any fantasy football specific stuff. I just wanted to give our spiel about our league. My prediction is that
1: Caleb is number one at the end of this week. It's my prediction. Okay. Oh yeah. He's, he's gonna be Joe three Caleb. and zero because he's playing Josh, but oh, you know, it just depends know on points. No, no,
0: no, no. Chase oh, and I'm a, are playing Josh. I'm,
1: I'm looking. I'm still week five.
0: My
1: mistake. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, he, oh, he's
0: playing. We'll wrap this one up. Yeah, yeah. We can, see, we can <laughs> stop
1: Anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. This was a fun episode, and uh, we'll see you guys soon.
0: Yeah, as always, thanks for coming and hating yourselves with us.